Okay, so so again, so a person would potentially translate the word naki to be without any averos. That's all. He just he doesn't. Zahir is someone who's pretty good. He's on top of his game. He's definitely careful, but sometimes he slips up. You know, driving by that McDonald's, that those all wonderful fragrances, right? French fries, good, very good French fries, right? So he can't help himself. Right, listen, it's potatoes. How? I mean, what's wrong with, with potatoes, Ben? What's wrong with potatoes and McDonald's, right? What? Oh, come on, you rabbinic Jews, right? Okay, fine. So, um, so. Hundred percent. I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm just, I'm just teasing. <laughs> okay. So, um, so, so the point. So, so, the, so Zahir is usually he doesn't eat, but every once in a while he slips up. Anaki, never, never does it. Right. That's so you think so great. So we're all like, let's okay. We can skip Nikius. We're gonna we're we're gonna we're gonna go. Um, you know, let 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 let's get into precious. Right. We're we're ready for precious now. Right. Says the Ramchal, no. Right? That's not what Nikius means. What does Nikius mean? Now, no. Now, now, now you do the. Now you say the. Lack of What does that have to do with Nikius? Because if there is prejudice, then your scale is going to be tilted, you're going to make mistakes. Right, so the Ramchal tells us, and look, let's look inside. Let's look in the very beginning of the parak. Right, meeting the keys. First sentence is that you don't. Uh, he heyosa adam naki legamre mikol mida ra or mikol chait. Okay, so you say one, fine, great. It says lo die. It's not sufficient to just not do a virus. Elegam Cain, what else do you need? That the heart shahalev niftabol lohoros heterbedavr. Right? The, a, a, a person's heart tricks him. It tells him this is okay to do. And so Nikius is being clean as well. And we spoke out last time that the concept is that life is not black and white. It's not, you know, there's not, it's not, it's not a shulchanor for everything you do. The Shogavara for the for the dry mitzvahs that we do. Ninety nine percent of our actions fall into shikul hadas, right? Into the need. What's shikul hadas, Josh? Okay, uh, Yosef. Okay, Vansion. No, translate the words. Translate. Yes, weighing. The weighing of das. Thank you. The weighing. So shikul from a language of shekel, right? We had the matzah a shekel recently, right? The half a shekel. So shekel mm-hmm. is a weight. That's that's a, it's a certain weight of how much the, the money is, right? So shikul hadas. Why is it called shikul hadas? Because most decisions that I make, there's reason to go this way and there's reason to go this way, right? I'm not sure which way to go. Right, so I have this unbelievable thing that Hashem put into our minds. Not only Chokhmah, not only Bina, but Das. Das is the ability to weigh up and find the right decision. Right, which is why you know, people always want for the rabbi to tell them what to do. Not always, but 
Yeah. At some point, you reach a high enough level where you won't, now you say, okay, Rabbi, you tell me what to do, I'll do it, right? And says, no. Rabbi doesn't know. It depends on you. Um, I think I spoke with some of you guys. Someone was asking me, um, who was it? Someone was asking me, so where does this das come from? Where does the shikul das come from? And why is it that my das is not the same as your das? Because I'll say, kishem, shein pertsufehem shavos, kachein daitem shavos. Just like their faces are not the same in appearance, so too they, meaning the people, everyone, uh, their das is not show, is not the same, right? I mean, just like we all have a unique personality, we also have a unique weighing system where we weigh things a bit differently. Now, not to say there's a, there's a different thing of being krum, of not having your priorities straight, right? While I think, um, you know... Uh, Money is more important than um, you know than I don't know than than honesty or, or than than um, than being a good person or whatever, right? So that's just wrong, right? But saying once you calibrate it, once you, once you figure it all out, and let's say all of you became Talmud Chachamim, each one of you would be uniquely different from everyone else. Yeah, so the. Um, Th- th- that's what it means. Right? There's a different people. Um, it's an expression. My das is an expression of my shorsh and the my my deep, deep transcendent self. And so, I'm different from you. I have a different life mission, life life purpose than you do. So I'm gonna. Weigh things up differently than you. Okay? That's Shikula Das. So, the, but that's a very, very refined, delicate system. So, when a person's tivus, right, puts a fat hand on one side of the scale, you imagine like, you know, you're like in a market and like the shop owner is like putting your food on one side and weights on the other and then you don't notice but he's got like one little pinky on like one of the scales, right? <laughs> it's going to be a very expensive purchase, right? Because just one little pinky makes all the difference, okay? So, says, says so the, for the next, for the remainder of this paragraph, that's what Rampal is going to be talking about. So he says, you need to be clean from that, from the prejudice, like, like Noah said, right? Because he said, and, and we spoke out, that really there's two aspects of prejudice, right? Because he says, if you manage to cleanse yourself of it, then, I'm skipping a little bit, his vision will be clear absolutely, and his discernment clear. Right? Now, what's the difference between those two? So he said, is visual sight. is discernment, ability to tell the difference conceptually between two things. And we said that a judge is always faced with two questions. Whenever you're judges, and we're judges all the time, we're constantly, that's what we're talking about right now, making judgment calls in our lives, right? And there's two things that a judge has to do. Noah, you phrased it very well last time. Facts and law. What? Facts and law. That's the job of the judge, is to figure out the facts of the case and then to understand the law of the case. Two separate things. Re'iyah is 
perception of the reality out there, that's the facts, and Havchana, discernment, is to understand the law properly. Now, in this case, it may not be law, it may be, it may be priorities, it may be concept, right? So, to understand uh, so, so those two things, you need Nikius for it. And so he finishes off the paragraph with, I think it's important to understand, that the Ramchal is saying here, because look what he says at the end of the paragraph, and you see that the sages used a language like this, a language of Nikius, right? Al hashlemim hamitaharim maasehem tahararaba shiloyeh bahem afilu nidnud davara. What were these people called that had that totally purified their actions? Nikiy hadas shibuyushlaim. What does he want from this? I already have Rebbechus Ben Yair telling me you have to be is Nikiyus. You need Nikiyus. So what's he trying to prove that Yerushalayim is important to go live in Yerushalayim? What is he bringing from the, from this? He's quoting here Gemara Sanhedrin. What's he proving from it? Well, you have three options: Nikius, Das, Yerushalayim. Right? So obviously Yerushalayim is probably not the important thing over here because what? Nikius Hadas. It's not just Nikius. Nikius from hate, like Rashi says. Of course, that's the result. The result is you have to be knocky from any hate, from any mistakes. But we might think that just means super zahirus, just being much more careful. Says the Ramchal, no, that's not good enough, because there's no way you're going to manage to do that, right? You never, because you, you're going to constantly be making mistakes because of your yetsahara. It's not going to let you make the proper judgment calls. So rather it has to be Nikiy Hadas. That's what he's, that's what this paragraph is about. Paragraph starts off with, of course you have to be clean of any of errors, but it's not enough to just be careful of one's actions. You have to purify your heart from the tithes for Olamazeh, because that's the only way you're going to end up being a Naki. So Nikius means Nikius Hadas. That's what he continues the next paragraph with. He says, Vehine Roeta. Now you see very clearly, Hahefresh. Shebena Zahirus van Nikius. The difference between them. Zahirus is what? Who wants to say what Zahirus is? Watchfulness. Watchfulness of something that's clearly wrong and staying away from that. That's an external action, meaning being monitoring one's external actions. Yeah? Or, or, or at least what one is aware of what's right, what's wrong, to keep books on that. And that's something we're going to have to do for the rest of our lives. Nikius is something different. Nikius is fine-tuning and removing any prejudices in the the scales. Because if the scales are warped, right, the whole system is going to be wacky. And and the scales do begin as being warped because a person has these inclinations. That's what he finishes off this paragraph with. He says, no matter how hard you try, you're going to be the toughest guy around. I'm going to fight this Yetzirah tooth. And I'm going I'm to drag him in the base midrash. I'm going to pound him with the, over the head with one of these really big volumes of Hulum. Right? The Hulum is one of the... Or Balbasar. One of the biggest Masat. I'm going to take one of those huge Masat. I'm going to hit him over the head with it. Fine. You're a very, very tough guy. But so what? As long as the Yetzirah still lives within a person's heart, it's going to be subconsciously 
prejudicing every decision we make. That's what he says. Okay? So the heroes is on, on things, not about the decision making of what's right and what's wrong, but not, but doing the right thing and not doing the wrong thing. The kius is the is in the exactly is is in the heart and the thought, is in the, is in the knowing what's right and what's wrong. Yeah. Then of course the years will kick in once you once you knock you once you clean that you make sure you don't make any mistakes. Then the heroes will kick in and make sure you don't do the wrong thing. Well, so again the heroes is. Control over one's external actions. Yeah? So at least not doing what you know to be wrong. But you might be biased. Right? And therefore end up by mistake doing things that are really wrong, thinking that they're right. Yeah? Nikius is then identifying them correctly. And then you're the heroes to make sure you don't do that, right? And why? And and why is that? Um, why is that important? Because he's going to say actually that in the next paragraph that uh, the heroes is a prerequisite for the cues. Like, and we spoke about this as well. That uh, as long as a person is openly doing things, going after his tithes, openly doing things that he knows anyway to be wrong, right? So it means the eight hours is in so much control, it's a joke. Like it is, you, you, can't, you can't talk about Nikius. Right? The moment you give in to the Taiva so much that you actually turn, we're talking about someone who doesn't turn control over to to the to the Sahara, right? He maintains the control, but he doesn't notice that little pinky on the scale, which is ever present, and therefore, Memela he periodically makes wrong decisions. Not realizing that they're wrong. If you get to that level, so let's see. So let's let, let's start. Let's start the next paragraph now. Okay. Uh, I'm just just. Uh, okay. Looks like Paul was not able to call them from the house. So we're at uh, Omnum, third paragraph. Omnum. Again, tenth chapter, third paragraph. Amnam acher she yargil haadam hergil gadol bazihirus. Remember, we're using habit as a force of nature to make habit our second nature, and only when it's yeah, you can only kind of fight certain number of battles at a time, right? So if a person's still working on on uh, struggling with making the right decision or not, then the keys is not really um, within reach, right? Ad sheyin. So, so uh, once a person has habituated himself in zehirus, ad sheyinake nikayon rishon. So you've done a first cleaning, right? Well, that is a if you have a filthy. I don't know, floor or something, right? You, you don't, you don't first start like 
no, take out the mop and start washing, etc. No. First you take out the broom, right? And you sweep away all the, like, all the stuff. You sweep the floor first, right? Once you sweep the floor, there's no actual, like, large pieces of food and etc., right? Mm-hmm. Then you take out the mop. Right? Then you start going for the cues. So too with, 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 with ourselves, right? Once you've done a first cleansing from the chatoyim ha-mifursamim, from things that are clear and openly incorrect things to do. Number one. Number two. V'yargel asmo ba'avoda u'bizrizusa. Now we're talking about next level. Izrizus. V'tigber boha ahava. And now what's the Zrizus going to do for me? And we said this last time. Once you've removed the open transgressions, now you can't fight anymore. I get me. All fighting can do is to gain control of the action of what I'm going to do. But it's not going to remove the chemda, the desire, the the, the passion, right? If a person wants that thing, fine. You can you can subdue that. You can you know you can you can overcome it, etc. But it's still going to stay there. Right? So now you have to replace. Now you have to swap out the love and the chemda that a person has for the wrong things for love and chemda for Avodos Hashem. Okay, now, so, 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 so he says, once a person works on Elboro, love for his creator, Vahemda a love. I want to discuss for one second the difference in Ava and Chemda. Ben, what's the, what's uh, what's Ahava and what's Chemda? Yeah. Desire or something like that. Okay. So. So the now obviously one of them is a more transcendent feeling than the other. Right? Love is a higher is, is something higher than chemda. Chemda is a more animalistic passion, right? Um, passion, maybe that's a maybe that's a good word, right? So what? It's yeah, well uh, uh, yeah, it's similar to Taiva, except the difference is that Taiva in English would be called lust which is strictly for physical pleasure. Chemda is for uh, slightly more refined things. Noah, what's Chemda for? From back in the Mishli, the Grand Mishli? Exactly, right. Things that don't carry with them um, tangible, you know, um, something that physically feels good, right? But it's something that we enjoy, that we, that we, that we want, such as money, Fancy car, fancy house, suit, watch, um, you know, those types of things. What, there's no pleasure in, in driving a $100,000 car. No, no, it doesn't taste good on the tongue. It doesn't, you know, feel physically good. It's emotionally satisfying. Right. Right. Physical pleasure, exactly. And Hamda is emotional. Emotional satisfaction, yeah, and love is probably more like, you know, spiritual, intellectual, you know, right. So, so, um, so, so over here we're saying not only having a love for Hashem, which in some of the svarim 
they discuss that the person has two hearts, right? We have the right heart and the left heart. The right heart is a place for Ahava, and the left heart, which is kind of the more animalistic part, is the place for Hamda, right? So when you're looking to displace, right, the the Yitzhahara from the left heart, so you have to replace it with a visceral, you know, kind of excitement, you know, that, that same, not same, but similar type of an excitement, like we spoke about before, right, Noah's, uh, Rebbe's, Barry Klein's analogy of uh, that learning should be like, like sucking a, uh, a juicy plum, right, like, yeah, they, that just, just, you know, sinking their teeth into it, right, or like a delicious steak, right, so, that's called Chedvas of the Shmaisa, the excitement for learning, the excitement for Avodos Hashem, right? Not some sort of a more faint, oh, it's so important, that, that's more Ahava, right? But like like a more, like, oh, this feels good, you know, like that, that is what is going to replace, the, displace, I should say, instead of replace, displace, right? Which means you force it out by putting more stuff into the left heart, which is good, you push out, where are you flipping? You've been like, you've learned the entire Mishra Sharma no. in the meantime. It's all it, unbelievable. I have learned Mishra Sharma, but no, it, it specifically uses a lotion of, of Hedva being... Um, this is not Hedva, this is Hamda. Uh, Hamda, I'm sorry. Hamda, it, uses, it, it translates as a desire to draw closer. And I'm trying to understand what, how would it differentiate from Ava? So I found a reference to Ava, and it says, "Look over there." So I'm looking over there. I want to see what it says about Ava. No problem, no problem. We're just teasing. Okay. So, by the way, guys, uh, David Zigun, uh, assuming you, uh, you know, we know each other. You know Noah, Noah Siegel. Okay, Noah. David Zigun, Josh Levin, Ben Sion Raber. Okay. So no problem. So that was that was my that was just I was just teasing you. Okay, so uh, so again, so not only we got the ahava, but we got we got also the chemda, right? Hine Therefore, this habituation the person has to habituate himself for. And again, like we said, what zrizus? Zrizus really is supposed to be an expression of an excitement for their closeness to Hashem. Now he said that if a person doesn't have it, so the chitzonism or the pneumius, so you try to, but at the end of the day, the, you know, the gold mint, right, is the excitement for Avodos Hashem. And when you have that, that'll be yarchik so minyone achomer, it'll distance a person. So now, now we're going back, and so yarchik so minyone achomer, that's the zihirus, Zahirus, being careful, will distance a person from the involvement in physicality. V'yad big daito el ha-shleimus hanafshi, and will attach him, the one is sur me-ra, and one is tov. Distance from the physical, and attach to the spiritual. Ach sov sov to the point that ultimately yucha lehagia el ha-nekius ha-shalim. That's how you're going to get to nekius ha-shalim. So he's charting out for us over here the process. Okay? We hear that? 
that the fire of Taiva will be extinguished through what? Not interestingly, not through throwing more through throwing water on it, right? It's, it's not it's not the point to fight the Taiva, right? How? By replacing it with a heavenly fire. It's interesting actually with the Mizbeach, we're learning about the building of the Mishkan in these weeks' partials, right? So with the Mizbeach, uh, so we were supposed to bring our own fire onto the Mizbeach, and then when we do that, then a heavenly fire came down and rested there together with our fire on the Mizbeach. Yeah? So, but, but it has to be, but our fire is necessary there. And then in conjunction with the heavenly fire, that's what becomes... So you have to take that animalistic fire and channel it. So like we spoke about before, like the, 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 right, the Zohar says that why did Hashem give people the the chedva the the you know the, the entire the taiva which is a broader more umbrella term for for chedva, for chedva which is a particular type of a taiva um, why did Hashem give us that right the, specifically the question there is with the yitzhara for for arias right so it says because if not for that there wouldn't be a chedva of the shmaisa there wouldn't be the excitement and learning. It's the same fire, it's the same passion that the person misuses over there, the person has to channel to over here. So that's, if a person wants to replace that fire of taiva in his heart, you can't, you, that, that's, what, that's what a person has to do. He, now, it's very interesting, I just want to take a minute to discuss this concept. Often you see, you look around, and seemingly the people who are the quote-unquote bigger tzaddikim are these, I'm going to say in my own words, but this is, this is uh, written in, the, in, in this forum, yeah, that this guy is like, uh, like by nature, you know, um, not an extremely physical person, um, doesn't have much of a drive towards anything. Um, even if he was secular, he'd probably be in the library most of the day. You know, um, doesn't particularly have a big appetite. Even if his mother really tries to talk him into it, right? So, like, okay, so that guy is going to become the chacham. He's going to learn. He's going to go through shas, right? What's the big deal? I mean, he's got nothing fighting him anyway. Right, it's the it's, it's it's the person who who is passionate, arousable, you know, really uh, excitable type of person. He's going to have challenges, right? So the answer is that's true. Different people have different, but but uh, that's not what we're going for. Again, each person has their own temperament and their own natural build, but even that person. He's supposed to work on around. It's not enough to just listen. I'm kind of a boring guy, and like this is I like this stuff. I like books. I like reading. So that's what I'm going to do. No, I mean to a certain extent, it's harder for him to become a big tzaddik because for a person who has a really yitzhara, 
So you know what you know what you're up against. And what you have to do is first zahirus, which means get control of the steering wheel, right? Get full control, and then start directing that passion towards Avodah Hashem. The person who is less passionate, who is less, uh, uh, has less of this taiva and chemda in his heart, so he has to know that he has to work on, on arousing that desire and channeling towards Avodah Hashem. Right? So it's, um, it's like a mistaken, people are often mistaken, they think that yeah, look at this guy. He that he's just he's he's doing so well. He's doing so great. He, he th- that's not um, that's not necessarily speaking to a to a praise to this person, right? That, that's uh, it's just saying that uh, that's that's the temperament with which he was made, right? So we're talking about whatever passions a person has; those have to be displaced with the equivalent ones towards Avodos Hashem. Okay? That's that's Nikius, Oz, Tishai, Riyaso, Zaka, Ubrura, Ubara, apologies. Um, like we, we spoke about before, the the clarity of vision, without the, the bias, the prejudice, and he will not be seduced and will not make accidental mistakes. Those are obviously what. Are, what is the Noah? What's the, what's the? What are the to be seduced versus accidental mistakes? Lo yifate v'lo yishdia. What? I'm asking you. How are they different? Okay, I'll give you. Should I give you a hint? Should I give him a hint? We spoke of before Riyah and Havchana, and there was somebody here that mentioned that a judge has two jobs: figuring out. The facts and the law. Okay? So, the opposite of that, one is yifute, which means to be gullible, to be tricked into something. Right? And the other one is yishge, is to to make a mistake. Right? Right, and you're Pessy, you're a global person. Right. Right. Okay. Got it? Okay. So, uh... Okay, Vinaki Maisa Mikolko. Okay, and he'll end up being totally cleaned. That is the summary of what we have covered up until now. So now we're ready to journey forth unless there are any questions. Speak now or forever. Hold your peace at least until next week.
Oh, I was just I was just noting that uh, he's he's saying that if a person manages to acquire in the queues, he will not be gullible and he will not make accidental mistakes. So I was just I was just pointing out what are, what are those two? Yeah. What? Two parts of the keys. Two parts of the keys. Exactly. Okay. M- meaning one is misunderstanding the world, and one is misunderstanding what the correct thing to do is. Okay. Vehine almida zo hayad David sameach beatzmo veomer erchatz binikayon kapai veasovva es mizbach mizbachacha Hashem. So I will wash my hands with. with uh, 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 okay. I'm going to translate it literally because the, the Ramchal is being medayik the language over here, okay? Erchaz, I will wash. Nikayon with cleanliness. Nikayon Meaning I'm going to use Nikayon to wash my hands. Kapai. And I will encircle your altar, Hashem. Now, so what is he washing his hands with? What? Yes. What? Wait, so that that just but that's just Redundant. I mean, if he says he's washing his hands, then I know they're clean. He's washing them. Afterwards, they're going to be clean. They're not clean now. It sounds like he, in the state of cleanliness, is washing his hands. Or maybe with Nikius, he's washing his hands. Using Nikius, he's washing his hands. B means using. B can mean with. In? What, is that, what does that mean? I, I, before you say, how do you say it? What, what do you mean to say? Why do you, why you have to wash your hands? You just took a shower. Okay, fine. So yes, you could say it like that also, but it wouldn't make any sense. It's a nonsensical statement. It's a nonsensical statement, but how would I say that grammatically? Yes, perhaps like this. Or I would say, While in a state of cleanliness, I wash my hands. That's not what he says. He says, Erchatz, I will wash, Binikayon, with, with cleanliness, Kapai, my hands. Okay, and the Mephoshim on the Tehillim say like me. 
So then you say Echat Kapai Bunakayot. Oh, I just got a compliment. Okay. Anyway, so, yeah, you hear? You gotta use this. You gotta use your ears. Right? So, says David Amalek. Because let me ask you a question. Is he talking about a physical washing of the hands? No. He's talking about being clean of sin. Let me ask you a question. How do you have hands that are clean of sin? Ben has no idea. Oh, that's an interesting thought. So you think it might have something to do with what we've been learning? Go ahead. How, how does one end up without any of theirs? You, you examine, take out a microscope, and you study his hands, not a drop of, of, of chatoim on there. Oh, he used nikayon. He used nikius to do that. Yom Kippur is kapara. That's that, that's that's a different thing. That's kapara. I'm not thinking about kapara. Rav Gershon always said he feels so bad, so bad for Israelis. Like they just have such a hard time with the Hebrew language. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, I think he's bringing up a, a point that post Yom Kippur, you're physically clean. No, you're not. How are you not? You're that's what happens on that day. No! It's kapara, kapara. It's wiping away. It's wiping, it's a different process. Wiping away. Nikius means, means no chatoyim. I understand, but, but theoretically, one is spiritually clean post Yom Kippur. Okay, let's say, yes. fine, okay. okay. So Never what? then they want to have. I think what you're saying is then you want to have this attitude and you want to be able to be uh, this nikayon clean as well, so you can maintain that cleanliness. Oh, for sure. Right. Again, but, uh, but we can just let's just put your kipper off to the side for a minute. It's a really wonderful day. I, I, I'm really big fan of your kipper. I'm very scared of it. Every every time that like the summer starts coming out, I'm like, oh man. I can't believe we're shuttling Kippur coming again. But we still have enough time that I can dilute myself into thinking that it's still very far away. Um, so, but, but the point that, that we want to just bring out now, right, is that the only way a person can have, can wash his hands is binikayon, with the meat of Nikius. That's how a person washes his hands. Kibemis, continues the Ramchal, Rak me, she ye canale gamre, me call nidnud hate, the oven, who haraui leraos as pneha malachashem. So, to be close to Hashem, the way the Dodd Malach is saying over here, it requires nikayon. So, you see clearly, right, that the Ramchaz understanding that nikayon here is talking about the mida, the mida of Nikius, right? And like I said, um, I don't remember who it is, maybe the, the Radak, I have to check who it is, but he's made this awesome diuk that is the Nikius that, that makes his hands clean. He's washing his hands via the process of Nikius. 
the letter base is, is very commonly used for that. Nikius um, is a is a characteristic. Nikayon is a process. Cleansing versus clean, cleanliness versus cleanliness. Cleansing versus cleanliness. Okay, the rest I'm going to leave to you and and and, uh, and, and your and uh, Tumen, but not during the six a.m. learning. Okay, you guys you have to meet outside in you know extracurricular activities. Okay, so um, so 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 you see the linkage over here continues the Ramchal between Nikius and being close to Hashem. You want to walk around the Mizbech of Hashem, you have to have this, right? It's, it's a prerequisite. Kizula Zeh, Ein Lo Ela Levosh, without Nikius, a person is going to have nothing but embarrassment, Vilikolim and shame, Milifonov. I mean, the closer you bring someone, if you bring someone who is dirty in front of the king, he's going to be terribly embarrassed, right? So you don't want to bring someone dirty in front of the king. Like we saw in this, uh, in the Megillah. Who? Yeah, you read the Megillah? Where do we see this concept in the Megillah? This concept, that someone dirty cannot be, be brought in front of the king. No, how do you see that someone dirty can't be brought in front of the king? Close, okay, so that was... Very good. So when Mordechai was mourning over the decree of Haman, so he was forced to sit outside the gates of the palace, he couldn't come into the palace, because he's not allowed to come in into the palace wearing sackcloth and ash. Right? Can will be in, pr- in the presence of the king when you're nice and clean. Okay. Ezra Hasifer. So this is Elokai Boshti Vinichlamti Leharim Elokai Panailach. Now this seems a little bit perplexing because Ezra was a very, very big tzaddik, right? So why is Ezra saying? I mean, Ramchal is showing us that person is kind of uh, is embarrassed to raise his face uh, uh, and to encounter Hashem. But this is Ezra speaking. So the answer is, if you look over there, Ezra there is be, is is actually speaking as the shliach tzibur. He's there davening on behalf of Klausrel. Klausrel at this point. Um, this is a little bit after the Purim story when when uh, when you know will come back to Eretz Israel. Situation is a very very bad situation. The Jews that were there were many of them were intermarried to non-Jews. They weren't necessarily keeping the Torah. Um, it, it, this was Klausel were not doing well. Yeah. 
So an Ezra is, is offering a tefillah on behalf of Klausrel. And so, therefore, since he's speaking on behalf of Klausrel, so he's saying, I as the messenger of Klausrel am embarrassed and then, uh, how do they translate, uh, klima, ashamed uh, to, 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 to raise my face in front of you. So the fact that David is so joyous and so happy to walk in front of, in front of uh, around the Mizbeach, um, that's that's because uh, he is he is clean. Of There's no question. This is a really really big deal. It's not something you take. You know, it's gonna be done easily. Kihaveros, hanikaros, v'yuduos, kalos heim, lishamer mehem. Something is clearly in avera. It's easy to guard oneself from them. And the he doesn't mean to say that it's easy in the sense of like. Oh, what's the big deal? Just you know, do it means if a person makes up his mind, right? A person says, "I will not, I will not do it," right? At the end of the day, the mind is in control over the body, in spite of the heart. It means even if the heart is saying, "Ah, I really want to," right? Person can, I don't know, the the, the 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 most extreme example of this, right, is. Uh, uh, a very, a very big tzaddik in the Gemara of Amram Hasida, right? So he had rescued a bunch of Jewish captives from non-Jewish um, slave traders, whatever it is, right? Um, and he he understood that he was going to have a very big challenge because. They're currently under his uh, dominion. These uh, women, you know, Jew- young Jewish women, they're, they're kind of belong to him in the meantime until he gets them home or whatever, right? So he starts screaming out in the city, "Quick, everyone, come! My house on fire! My house on fire!" Everybody ran to what was going on. The house on fire. He said, "Yeah, yeah my house on fire. Yeah, I need." I need people here. <laughs> so, so the point is, uh, so, so a person can, you know, you have a big gate so take your keys and throw them out the window and like, you know, that, that'll that help with making sure you don't go and do whatever it is you're not supposed to do. Right? So, I mean, at the end of the day, the mind is, 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 is in control over the... Mo- there, it's something that it could be very difficult to do, but it's something that's very... Very doable. You could choose to do it and do it. And that's the end of it. Whereas what we're going to be talking about over here is not something that I can just... Okay, I'm going to be lucky. That's it. I decided. I'm lucky. You could say that a hundred times, right? It's not, And you could really even mean it. And like, really, really, really want it. Like, really want it. Right? So what? But But the heart still wants. The heart still desires. The eyes still see. So it's not something that's 
directly given over to our control. That's what the Ramchal means over here. So that's where the substitution comes into play. Okay, yes, yeah, so that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah, but I'm just pointing out when he's saying that to not do you know, things that are open averos is easy, he's not coming to minimize the challenge in that, right? What he's coming to say is it's something that's directly under our control, and we could even today, if we decided to, if you, if you really wanted to, Today, you could, from now on, not do a single time in a vera, something that you know to be a hate. It's a different story if you're going to choose to do that or not. But, but you could do that. What? Just make that decision. I'm not saying it's an easy thing to do, but... What? But it's something that you could do. Whereas... If you just decided right now that you're not going to crave steak anymore, or you're not going to crave a certain taiva, no matter how hard that that resolve is, right? You could you could make that resolve and and not do that, but it's not going to remove that desire from the heart. No. It's not about let myself. It's I'm going to be susceptible to, to bias. But it's not, it's not, the, the answer is not, not in doing more. We're, we're not talking about solving anything yet right now. What we're saying is that by Zahirus, a person can choose to do the right thing. By, by, by Nikius, we're talking about cleansing your heart, really. Meaning the ultimate result, the end, the end result of that is that you're going to be clean from Chatoyim also, from every tiny little hate. But the, 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 the goal is to cleanse the heart of, of, of the Taiva and the Hamda. And that's not immediately under our control. So, the hero says, I know it's running the cheeseburger, I'm not going to eat it. The hero says, I don't want the cheeseburger. Right. Right. Yeah. Yosef, you want to help Noah with that? Yosef meant to say that you displace those desires with desires for closeness to Hashem. For spirituality. This is, this is your, and if 
there's not, but there are of course predations of that. There are some desires that are so entrenched within a person's makeup that would take a significant amount of displacement, right? There's, he's telling you right now it's how difficult it is. Okay, we have to pick up next time. Very difficult.